and welcome to Bad at Love Podcast. My name is Mallory. I'm Tamu. And we are here sitting today with Miss Tiffany. Hello, hello. Tiffany Lachelle from Abroad in Education. Yeah. Hello, Woo! hello. Welcome. I'm so happy to be here. We're happy for We are happy to have you here. <laughs> Especially to talk about travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the question that we kind of have for this is um, t- because we're relationship-based, Mm-hmm. We were kind of wondering, how do you maintain relationships when you're traveling abroad? So both you and Mallory have traveled extensively throughout the world, and you've probably picked up connections along the way. You've dropped some connections from your hometowns and places that you've lived. So <laughs> just curious, because we had this conversation yes, recently yes, yes. about this, is how do you maintain relationships while you're traveling so we can kind of talk about first the relationships that you have when you that you've left how do you maintain those do you Mm -hmm. try to maintain them Mm -hmm. the difficulty in that and then maintaining relationships with people that you've met along the way do you carry those with you do those kind of fall off too like high school that kind of stuff this is the perfect question (laughs) (laughs) because i recently um recently i had Two of my best friends come to Minnesota to visit, and (laughs) I had to mentally prepare for this visit because these are childhood friends, and I find that, you know, as you get older, as you have more experiences, um, the things that connect you when you were younger are different from what keeps you connected when you're older. So one of my um, other friends asked when I was having this conversation with her, she was basically like, if you met the friends that you, well, if you met the people that you know now, right, if you just met them today, do you think that they would be your friend? So I'm imagining, okay, these girls that I grew up with, we've known each other since middle school, high school. If I met them today Mm -hmm. for the first time, would we be friends? Probably not, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it is the history that we have together that has kept us connected. I'll say that sustaining relationships, especially being abroad, right, is difficult, absolutely difficult. And um, like I was just saying, especially in the UAE, Abu Dhabi, they block FaceTime, they block WhatsApp. Well, you you can message through WhatsApp, but you can't call, you can't video anything. So it makes it uh, a little bit more difficult to connect. But I also realized that, you know, since I've been in Minnesota for three years, it's not like I'm FaceTiming my friends every day anyway. (laughs) So it's interesting because rather than, you know, trying to figure out how do I sustain a relationship, I think I have been working on how to define them. Mm-hmm. And how to appreciate them for what they are. Because, you know, in middle school, you could sit on the phone with, you know, your girl for two hours yep. gossiping about what everybody's doing. Uh-huh. And now that I'm 33, I'm like, okay, so I got all this on my to-do list. <laughs> when I get done, I'm going to have a glass of wine. I'm going to sit down and watch some SVU. Like, I don't want to be on the phone. Yep. I don't want to hear the gossip. I got my own crazy stuff going on. I'm saying all that to say, when they came to visit me, I didn't realize how much I missed them. Mm. I didn't realize how much they impact my life. Like, and it was, it was interesting because I'm like, well, it's Minnesota. I don't know if we'll find something to do. I'm hoping that they'll enjoy themselves. I'm hoping that I can entertain them. 
And the craziest things that came up, I mean, we were at Up Down playing Jenga, Mm -hmm. clowning. (laughs) Yep. Clowning. (laughs) And I'm just like... I miss y'all. Like, and I don't, so I've never glad. had that experience with folks that I've met here. So they are my friends. <laughs> <laughs> but I think at this point, I can say that I am content in just simply saying that they're my friends mm-hmm. and not knowing how to describe it and not knowing how to sustain it, but just letting it authentically be sure. what it is. And I think what it is is you know, five, six months go by and I haven't talked to them. Mm -hmm. So I realized that uh, time may go by that I don't talk to them. You know, we may not chime in with each other all the time. Uh, My way of trying to deal with that was uh, I created this sister circle. um, And it was basically like this monthly gathering because there's about there's five of us that come together and we Um, kind of cherish the laurels of growing up together. So we were doing like these sister circle monthly interview, monthly discussion sessions where we were, you know, talking with each other about life. And then that fell to the wayside. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be your friends anymore because, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I'm trying and you're not trying. So I think now it's just, it's to the point where it's like, you just kind of appreciate it for what it is. Um, As far as family, I, I have finally come to the point where I realized that my family supports me in ways that other people just don't. And I don't think can. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think, I mean, unless it's like a significant other, hopefully it comes out the way that my family supports me. Like even here, I would say if if two or three days goes by and I haven't talked to my mom or my sister, it's a problem. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm doing something wrong right. or they're doing something wrong, uh-huh. but we need to get on the phone. Sure. And even if it's not just talking with each other, just... You know, other folks, you know, I saw your mom and she was telling me about you or my sister like, well, you know, Nikki said this, this and this. So even if it's not directly with me, the relationship that I know, the relationship that I have with them, knowing that they support what I'm doing, that's enough for me. So, you know, I I will say, although, you know, some people look at Facebook and, and Instagram and social media as like this crutch that has changed the way that people engage and the dynamics of just human behavior, <laughs> But there are definitely some parts to be appreciated about the way that it, it's able to connect us. Mm-hmm. Many of the friends that I've met in my travels and, you know, and, and these are just not friends, just like, oh, that's, that's my friend. Like, these are people that are near and dear to my heart. Many of the experiences that I've had with these folks, I've had experiences with them that I haven't had with my family that I haven't had with, you know, my childhood friends. And I think in the midst of being in those uncomfortable zones and having, having to learn how to problem solve or being somewhere where I don't know the language, you don't know the language, and all we can do is just sit and soil and laugh in this horrible situation. <laughs> <laughs> but it really creates these bonds that it's like you, you know, you, you just don't have that opportunity to, to engage with that, like that um, with other folks. One of my really good, I, and I'll call them travel friends, my Edpat friends. I met her at the University of Northern Iowa, this um, recruiting fair, international recruiting fair. And when I got there, when, when both of us were there, I ended up leaving with a job and she didn't. Mm-hmm. She's from California. Bummer. Urkel was her neighbor when oh, she was growing up. <laughs> okay, Jaleel White. <laughs> right? <laughs> so... 
um, her and I, I mean, I still remember she approached me. I mean, this is, this is a very, you know, homogenous fair, a lot of white folks, couple sprinkles of people of color. And she comes up to me and she's like, well, you know, the only reason I'm coming up to you is because you black. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you. I appreciate it because it ain't but 10 of us in the room. Um, but her and I have really kept this. I mean, it's a travel relationship. It's an EPAT relationship. It's a trying to understand what we were doing. I got hired to go to Morocco. Her mother had been to Morocco. So I'm like, you know, what little tidbits can you give me as far as like prepping for this big move? And I mean, from that from that initial meeting, I've traveled several countries with her. Our our relationship has continued to grow in the midst of goodness, 2011, so what? Eight Nine, years. eight years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just, I love that, that it's like talking to each other because we're black. And now yes, years yes. later, <laughs> still black. Right, right. <laughs> right, still black. But we've met up in Thailand, Sri Lanka. She's come to the UAE. I still remember being in the hotel with her like, girl, I just came because you got this. She was um, on a conference in Dubai. My like, girl, I just came to be in this little hot tub and sleep in this nice bed, and then I'm going to go back, you know, to my apartment. But um, it's been amazing. And some of the other folks, I mean, parents, the parents of the kids that I teach, I have great relationships with them, one in particular. Um, her and I, we keep in touch with each other over Instagram. The kids follow my page, and I'm like, I don't know if this is okay. Because <laughs> this is like the the, the private woman. page to oh, Facebook. Your actual... Yeah, yeah. You're not so, doing anything on there that's terrible. I use bad words. Oh, <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> so, I mean, as far I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to figure out how to connect all of this because I don't think there's one way that I can say that I sustain and and make sure that I'm connected. But I will say that as far as being able to define a friendship, I feel like it doesn't matter if one year, two years, five years go by. When you are in that person's face, it's as if you saw them yesterday. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that I really appreciate. And, And also, you know, being intentional about making sure that I'm present when I can be. So, if I go to the UAE, there's some folks that I'm like, well, I got five minutes before I need to board this flight. I'm stopping by because right. I'm not going back without seeing you. Yeah. So would you say then, because one of the things that I noticed is that I had people for my major trip that I went, because I went on the Camino de Santiago. I had the people like Tamu who were completely and utterly supportive and were very like, go live it, girl. <laughs> And then I had other people who were very, why are you abandoning me? And, like, we basically don't talk anymore. I mean, low-key, I'm not going to lie, when, since this happens to me quite a bit, where most people that I love tend to leave me, I do separate a little bit. So I did do that. You I did. separated a little bit. Mm-hmm. You're leaving. I feel like, crap, I can't, I won't do that this time because I've grown. <laughs> I growed up. <laughs> All that to say, I get it because you're protecting yourself because you don't want to. You're leaving. You're right. I'm not going to see you anymore. You could have lived there forever. And yes, I was supportive of you and I was super like, go do what you got to do. But at the same time, I'm like, well, why would I waste my time getting close anymore? Because she's leaving. So what's the point of me wasting my time? Meanwhile, (laughs) she also gave me like the best card ever talking about how love and loving and what up role. And even though despite the fact that I got rid of a ton of shit. (laughs) 
I still have that card. So. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> what can I say? Oh, that's sweet. I live dual world. <laughs> but deep down, I was like, but still, she might never come. And it's fine. Like, go live your life, do your thing. I'm totally happy for you. But for the person that you're leaving. Yes. It sucks, okay? And I know that having left my own family oh so far away in New York City <laughs> to move all the way out here to the tundra. I get it. It sucks. Like you it well, it's you a and I had a transition for a long time too. Yeah. It was like a daily. <laughs> yeah. So I get that, but did you have that with any of your friends? Like that was the hardest part for me was going over there and then being gone for such a long time cuz even with Facebook and everything it's like when I also didn't have internet for like yeah. sometimes three or four days and then I would come back and longer and longer and longer and then all of a sudden you're realizing they're like, oh, they're living their lives not only without you. But now it's their best life. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But no, like it's also like they pretty much forgot. Like by the time I came back and I was like, hey, I'm back. Like let's hang out. Let's do this and stuff. And they were kind of like, who are you? <laughs> no. no. A lot of them I felt like it was. That's like it how didn't... you perceived it. I mean, I perceived it. That, but a lot you're of it was like... kind of just like I'm really busy actually. I got to work. You're like, girl, you've and... been gone for how long? I know. Right. A and then, year? like, me trying to get back in and, like, they forget to invite you to anything sure. anymore Amen. because you weren't there. Amen. And then you're kind of like, hey, you guys went out last Saturday. What the hell? And they're like, oh, well, we just forgot to invite you. And I'm like, I'm back, damn it. <laughs> well, no, they – see, luckily you get the we just forgot to invite you because I get the crickets like, who are you again? Why would I invite you? <laughs> like, you're this friend, not this friend. This event was for these friends. And see, that's horrible. I know. That's Minnesota. It is Minnesota. (laughs) I don't know why I live here some days. You know, it's it's interesting because I had to kind of prep for this a little bit, thinking about being away. I feel like I my official leave was when I went to college. Mm. So when I left home to go to college, Mm -hmm. my college was five hours away from home. So I wasn't, you know as close to my family as I would as I as I was previously when I was living. Um, I'm from Alton, Illinois. So when I was living in Alton, I was there. But when I left, my family wasn't coming up to DeKalb. They were not driving five hours. And in the five years that I was there, I would say my mother and I mean my mom, this is the support. Mom it doesn't matter where I'm at, whether it be Minnesota, DeKalb, Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. my mom's coming and she's Aww, came. I mean she nice. has supported me in ways that, you know, other people just haven't. But when I left that time, it was like, this completely changes the dynamics. But I also felt like a little guilt. So I felt like I had to be the one to always drive home to show up for holidays because they weren't coming. So I think as far as like this, how do you deal with it? It started then. Right. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of my friends then as you grow as well, because I have all my friends didn't go to college. And they stayed And then here. they stayed mm-hmm. in their small town that okay. we were from. Yeah. And, like, that creates a huge enough of a gap, yep. I feel. Yeah. That, like, even trying to reconnect again. Mm-hmm. But. And see, that's the thing. I feel like with friends, many of my friends also went off to, to college. Right? Yeah. So, and many of them went to the same college. Oh, and I was the outlier, outlier, right, mm-hmm. who went and did something else. So that kind of started the absentness mm-hmm. of Tiffany. Sure. But it wasn't until I went abroad that I realized that it mattered because my grandmother, my mom's mom, was the first one to tell me that 
I couldn't leave the country. It was like, you done already went five hours away, so what you need to leave the country for? Like, why? Hell, damn it. Right? Right? And this was just for a study abroad trip. Sure. Six weeks. And I was like, and I don't know what it is. I mean, this is all God. Just like, I appreciate it, but I'm going to go. So when it comes to family, I will never forget this day. And I actually just had a conversation with my friends about it when they came. I was getting ready to go to... Abu Dhabi. Um, nope, 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 nope. I was getting ready to go to Morocco. I've been hired to go to Morocco and two-year teaching contract. So my my siblings and I, we're at stair steps. So I'm 33, my brother's 35, and then my sister's 36. But before they turn in July, we're 33, 34, 35. Yeah. My sister... I don't, I, she had to have been pregnant with her first child. And I mean, with us being so close, we're arguing and fighting all the time. Like even in this age, like we're still arguing all the time. So I don't know what the argument was about. Something petty, of course. But at the end of the argument, she said to me, now you're so damn selfish that you won't even stay here and watch my daughter grow up. Wow. Oh. Ooh, that's rough. And it's still, like, Ooh. even now, I remember, I, I told it to my girls, and I'm like, that still hurts me because it is my selfish intent to want to go off and live the life that I want to live. But at the same time, I know that it has an impact on the people mm-hmm. That love me. Sure. For me, I was thinking, well, I'm gonna change, you know, I'm gonna change our family dynamics. Mm-hmm. Like if I leave, y'all gonna leave and we all just gonna be away together. Right. But many of them are so content yep. and yes. you know, loving the type of lives that they're living. Which is great. Like I had right. to explain to say it's fine and wonderful that this is what you want to do with your life. Like I'm me leaving does not mean that your life is a shit. Right. 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 Because when I come home, I'm like, oh, I miss this. Right. (laughs) It does not mean that. They think it's a definition thing. And I'm like, I'm not judging you for living your wonderful, beautiful life here. Yeah. I just want to go and And do something else. Yeah. So I have, I mean, besides, besides for that, I think that's the extreme of it, but I haven't had you know, so many people just against it. I have lost some friends and, you know, close relationships to the wayside, but I think that's adulting Mm -hmm. in general. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I mean, overall, I think that it actually, it it makes your relationships closer because you know that the time is temporary. Right. You don't have, Mm -hmm. you know, all year to just be like, let's get together for a happy hour. Well, I'm in Abu Dhabi. (laughs) So... (laughs) It's an online happy hour and we have FaceTime with you because it's blocked. I would have just been more like, so what are you coming then? Right. Like, you're showing up when then. But see, that's the impression that many of my friends gave me. Like, girl, we going to be there. Oh, they can't afford it. Them tickets is expensive. I've been there for almost three years. How many of them came? Listen, I've been here for almost 20 years. My father has still never been to Minnesota, and it is New York. It is a two-and-a-half-hour flight and or, you know, a 12-hour drive. Oh, goodness. Well, and I feel it's a Minnesota thing, too. Or maybe it's just a Midwestern thing. I feel like there's a lot of people who are here that I know of, and that's why I've always felt an outlier here in Minnesota because – most of the people I know have barely left their county, let yeah. alone the state, yeah. let alone the states. Yeah. Sure. So, Downtown is a big deal. It is. When? I mean, even growing up. On Saturdays? No. <laughs> I mean it. My childhood was we're like, towns. it was like, oh my God, we're going to the Mall of America, our yearly trip. Like, 
Oh, it wow. was a thing. Yeah. Because here it was like if you weren't and, – and it's a very common thing I would say here to be like drive 45 minutes for lunch, not a big deal. We're used to it because that's where you have to go. Traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Road construction yeah. detours. Well, and even because like where my parents live right now, oh, yeah, they, they live so away. far up north that like the closest place to go properly grocery mm-hmm. shopping is 45 minutes away. Oh, wow. So it's like if you live in the cities – like, sure, it's a whole different life. But as soon as you get out in those suburbs mm-hmm. and then further out, further out yep. even a little more, it's a whole different, like, mm-hmm. to them, that's travel. To them, they're like, well, I went to the cities. And you're like, that's not. Oh, that's Blaine. Mm. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So I've seen that a lot where just, like, you meet a lot of people here in Minnesota just stay in Minnesota. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Which well, is fine. That's great. Yeah. But no it makes shame. it harder because – when I decide to leave and then I come back, they're like, are you bragging? <laughs> oh, I had that too. So you think you all that because you left the country? Because <laughs> you went through five passport books? Yeah. Like, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, but I mean, overall, I say, I don't, I don't think there's a formula, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think that everybody's response is going to be the people, same. I think. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think too, it's, it's a little bit of humbling for myself too, because I don't ever want to walk into a room with passport stamps on my shoulders. Like, <laughs> if anything, especially with strangers, you have to pry it out of me. I don't talk about it. I don't talk That's about not how it. it works over here. Yeah. I bring it up all the time. Oh. <laughs> I think it's being because I just don't want to be here. <laughs> right. Well, during my trip. Do you trip- think that's because mostly because – do you think it's like a white person thing that that's why I'm like, I'm worldly? <laughs> or do you think it's like <laughs> – you know, I don't know. Or it's because you think everybody looks at you and assumes that you're worldly because like, oh, she's a different color. She you must You know, be that's, from- that's, that's deep. That is deep. That's deep. Because people assume they're like, oh, you must be exotic. But if, hmm, how do I say this? Just say it. Yeah, we don't care. Well, it's it's two different contexts that I'm playing with. So, am it, I'm, am I talking about talking about travels in the states, mm. or am I talking about talking about travels abroad? Right? Mm. It's two right. different contexts. It is two different contexts. So, in the in the states, I would say authentic people don't do it, but. When you wear your accolades on your sleeves, it changes the person that you're interacting with. Mm-hmm. That's true. So if I go up to somebody and I'm like, well, hey, you know, I'm Tiffany Smith. You know, just I've been here for three years, da, da, da. No, nothing. It's really not. So is it right? not until you say I'm Tiffany Smith doctoral candidate? Right, right, right. Yada, 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 Right. When you just show up as yourself, it's really not, you know, an authentic engagement. It's like, oh, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Have a good day. But that is yourself. Well, and, and it is, it's not not me. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to convince you to like me. I don't sure. want to bribe True. you to like me. I don't want you to think, you know, because some people have ill intent too. It's like, oh, you know, you need to get to know me because you sure. know. Yes. I, I yeah. I Minnesota get it. has been interesting, mm. and I'll say, and I, I'm not saying that it's a state's thing, but until I put my pedigree on the table, You're I can just, be looked right past yep. as if I yep. don't exist. Yep. Oh yeah. But then when I'm, yeah, you know, I'm a doctoral student at the University of Minnesota. I travel. I've been to over 36 countries. You know, this is and this. It's like, what's your name again? Mm. do you know such and such you know and it's like i'm good thanks but yeah i'll just be over here I, in the corner right, right? <laughs> like <laughs> well most people seem to think like oh you have all these things you definitely don't have connections yet let me hook you up and it's like 
I'm well aware right. of and what I, I mean. And, and if, if, if the connections are like you, then I don't want them. I don't want them. Like it takes work to be around inauthentic people. Yes. And I'm so, I'm, I'm already, you know, in my own lane. But on the flip side, being abroad, especially as a black woman, it's, it's not oftentimes that I need to talk about my race. Right, because I'm American first abroad. Ah, so because of these assumptions and stereotypes about Americans, it's expected that I travel. Um, not that I speak multiple languages. You know, it's wow. like this this whole American um, nice. stereotypical image. As far as like, I don't have to try because it's expected that that's what's happening. And and particularly the fact that I'm there kind of fits the stereotype of what mm. some folks have about Americans. Okay. So when I when I talk about travels and stuff. It doesn't carry as much weight because it's like, oh, that that's about right. I heard that. I saw that on TV. Okay. Well, that makes more sense. I feel like now we're heading into the territory of what we were going to talk about in our actual episode. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> I could sit here and listen to you guys talk about travel all day and well, then go, oh, I've I'm never sorry. been anywhere. If, when do you, you prep? September 23rd. Damn. Because I was going to say, if you came back, I was like, then we would just. Do it again. (laughs) So how does it feel? Well, Tiffany's not coming back for whatever. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I'll be back in a year. In a year. Uh And see, she's talking like it's not a big deal for her leaving. And I was like, lady, I'm going to be trying to message you. You're in a whole different time zone. You're never going to get back to me. You're going to be out. Oh, so then you'll know how I feel. We're going to be best friends. Hey, you're going over to see a friend. I went alone. So I was just like... Somebody, I'd be like, somebody loves me. Who is always there? This bitch. <laughs> All right. So don't come up short now, Mallory. I'm not. I need you to do better. Blah blah blah. Uh-huh. Actually, that was yeah. <laughs> my uh, my credit card overseas. Uh, they blocked it because I had extended my amount of time that I went over. <laughs> And I had told them that I would be back by a certain date. So yeah. then oh. call and tell. I was like, I couldn't do – well, I tried to call and talk with them. <laughs> but they were like, uh, well, we can try to da-da-da. And then I was like, I need this now. I'm literally, like, going to be without internet for ages. And I have to get a map of where I'm going or else I will not know where I'm going. Oh, goodness. goodness. I'm going to mountains. Goodness. So like, Tamu, do you have $5? Five dollars, and it was ten dollars just to send it. I think I sent her twenty-five dollars. <laughs> it was digital. I sent her twenty-five dollar, whatever it was. But I was like, "You have parents." <laughs> Thank you, Tiffany. Yeah, this was fun. I know this was fun. But Back we're gonna down talk memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna stay here because we still have another hour. If yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yay! Cool. All right. Uh, you guys can find us on Twitter, Battle Love Pod. You can find us on Instagram, Battle Love Podcast. And then Tiffany, with all of your wonderful expertise. Uh, you have a broad ed- education. We talked about that a little bit before. So where yeah. else can we find you at? Yep. So you can find me at abroad underscore in, I-N underscore ed, E-D, um, on IG, Facebook. To find the podcast, you can find me at abroad in education on iTunes, Spotify, Google Pod app. But remember, when you're looking for abroad, parentheses around the A, pun intended, abroad in education. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Cheers.